Okay, all right, all right, here we go. Take a thousand and listen. Cinema is dead! Take it to the boneyard. Here it is, the first inaugural podcast from Mason and Leon to Hardcore Cinephiles! Where are we? What is happening to you? Where? Uh, hello. Yeah. I just <laughs> Welcome took to some our PCP. podcast. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Cinema is dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. If you didn't hear in that first intro, I'm Leanne. I already introduced myself. <laughs> yeah. I well, I just know they caught it. That's Mason. Right. So, yeah. um, each week we will watch two films to explore the question: Is cinema dead? I don't know. Uh, we we like to think this is going to be an uncynical podcast because I don't want cinema to be dead. Do you? I, I want this to be a nonsensical podcast. Oh, yeah, it's that too. So perfect. I mean, is it okay if cinema's dead if it lived a full life? Hmm. Okay, good question. All right, <laughs> we'll find out each yeah. week. Okay. So this week we decided to start with uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, uh, which is the film that's in theaters. We saw it at Alamo Draft House, right here from Austin, Texas. Uh, we love the Alamo Draft House. We'll talk about what we eat there too because, I don't know, why not? Because we like to eat food and watch movies uh and then we also watched um <laughs> vampire's kiss from 1988 imagine if like nirvana sold out before they even made their first oh, that's album. okay it's fine yeah. yeah i don't care okay yeah that's how that's how you get anywhere today Tim Lee. yeah yeah <laughs> uh all right so yeah the newest movie tim league is a nice guy we've actually yeah met, we we, met, we, yeah yeah, yeah. We met tim league we did um all right so what are we doing? Nick Cage, yeah, is starring in this movie. Um, and the fun thing about this is, I guess, it's sort of a meta Nick Cage playing himself. Oh, that, was, that was fun. <laughs> I thought it was unbearable. <laughs> All right. So, oh, yeah, this we should say, too. No, there'll, there'll be uh, spoilers all around when we talk about right. the movie. So watch or, or be spoiled. Honestly, if you still care about spoilers, like, that's, like, Well, you know, when we went don't. the last time we went to theaters, though, there was all in the lobby, like, don't spoil the movie signs. What you know? movie? Oh, uh, coming out of Doctor Strange, you know, because oh my god, like what might someone learn? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you did a Travolta there. Did I? Okay. Yeah, like, oh my god! Uh, you know, Nick Cage and Travolta, I think, kind of a similar. Oh, they do kind of have. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. So Nick Cage, uh, probably height of his career is the '90s, 2000s. Uh, you know, lots of action movies, Con Air. Uh, what else? <laughs> the other ones. Oh yeah, like Face Off. But your favorite uh, was what? Because you've only seen huh? like two Nick Cage movies. No, three movies. I've seen plenty. I've seen Mandy. I've seen Pig. Okay, uh, I've from seen his heyday. Out I mean. of space. I mean the old Nick Cage. From movies. his hate from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you seen? Oh, I haven't seen any of those movies. None. Just I saw one. Adaptation, but that was like yeah, yeah. And that was like more uh, kind of a. Oh, I saw Raising movie. Arizona. Yeah, that's great. <gasps> <laughs> that's a great no, movie. No, I thought you saw National Treasure, remember? That's not a 90s movie. That's Isn't not that? his heyday, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, nah, that's when people started to kind of make fun uh, of him. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of where it turned. I agree, I agree. Yeah. He had no, kind the of worst, a McConaughey I liked going. him a lot. I mean, and I still like him and think he's a great actor in the right role. Um, but definitely the turning point for me was one of the comic movies. He was like, Ghost here. Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh, my God. That is. I still remember that as being one of the worst yeah. movies I've ever seen. I think seen. that's the first, like, 
movie I like knew the guy was in. Okay, so that's your introduction to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, <coughs> six. It looked Ooh. like. You right there? Yeah, it was really <laughs> fucking stupid, so I didn't oh, yeah. watch it. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. All right, so we decided, though, to go back to watch um, a 1988 movie that's definitely on the internet memed and whatnot um, called Vampire's Kiss, directed by a guy named Robert Bierman. Uh, I don't think he's... What? I think this is his most famous movie, but... Why, why do you... Like, wh- why is the director... Why do we need to decide the director on What do you mean? Uh, of course we do. I don't know. I like to, you know, give credit to... Uh, yeah, but why, like, why not the writer? Why you choose the director? Mm. You don't know who Robert Bierman is. Mm, true, good, good point. I don't know. He's a, <laughs> the author. I uh, know he's not. He's not really an auteur, I guess. But uh, this Robert Bierman guy. But you actually think this is an art house movie? Yeah, I do think this is an art house movie. I think this is an art house movie about Donald Trump. That's my hot take. Okay, I don't know if anyone kiss. else thinks that. I think that's what his voice is. Okay, yeah. That so ridiculous the... accent he's doing. Yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. implacable accent. I think it's Donald Trump. Because where does Trump sound like he's from? New York? Yeah, it's New Transylvania? York. Transylvania? Yeah, but, I mean, you know. That's definitely the probably what this movie is known for. It's just the ridiculous... I didn't file anything wrong once. Not one time. Okay. I don't... Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. It's... It, every scene is different. It's... But he commits. That's the thing about Nicolas com- Cage. He, he commits to whatever <laughs> he was doing in that role. He definitely... <laughs> he went all in. Uh, but yeah, it's like kind of a... It, I feel like there's kind of a genre of 80s movies at the time yeah. where it's focused Coke on... movies. Yeah, yeah. Excess, Have you seen the, money. Cl- like the, the stills from Star Wars where you can see a uh, like a little silver nail on Carrie Fisher's no. pinky finger? No, I haven't. No? No, but I mean, I think she's pretty open about that, but yeah. That was the 80s. I don't know. Everybody did coke. It's just funny to watch Star Wars and be like, all these people are just like on cocaine <laughs> zipping around the galaxy. Uh, but let's see what happens in the movie. So he's some kind of business guy. I'm not insinuating Nicolas Cage is on cocaine in, in the movie? movie. No, I don't think he is actually. I think that's just he's definitely him. playing. Into uh, that. Yeah, he's playing into that from that area. I'm not saying he's not either. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but he he goes on dates with lots of women, and then he's seeing a psychiatrist to talk about it. And then randomly one night he he's attacked by a vampire. By a bat. A bat first, first. Yeah, 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 in his bat. apartment. One of the best little, fu- <laughs> like, yeah, like they've done the POV from a bat before, uh-huh. but very rarely where you like it just looks like a puppet. You yeah, know? It's, it's so it's pretty bad. But it's it's it. I don't know. And it and then like, he traps him in the curtain, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Get out here, you little fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's kind of got like that um, uh, devil's advocate sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. See. Just, I, it reminded me of uh, American Psycho because oh, yeah, American Psycho. you don't. He he's becoming a vampire, but then by the end of the movie, you realize like, oh, maybe he's not a vampire at all, and this is all. That's he's a just, loaded like, murdering movie people. to bring up now. That's American very, Psycho. M- that's like probably the most memed movie. Really on the internet right now. Hmm. Yeah, for okay. some reason in hmm. the zeitgeist, they love American Psycho. This is like that though. Yeah. This is like that. well, you said it's like The Shining as far as the shot. It's shot like The Shining, and it's even kind of got like. The dissonant scores mm-hmm. of Pandoretsky. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend, right? Oh, I think it's a fucking great movie. Uh, I love that movie. It, it was entertaining for the performance and where is this going? I think it kind of did have maybe something to say a little bit about no, the time. So, like this movie, I think it's written off because of how silly it seems, mm-hmm. but the excess of it. I mean, if Scorsese directed this movie, you'd be right. like, "Oh, it's a satire." <laughs> I just think it, it's it's so it commits so much to being ridiculous. Yeah. But it is a satire. 
It's a smart satire. Okay. All right. So Vampire's Kiss. You want to check that one out? All right. So yeah, good movie. Good movie. Uh, brings us to our second movie, though, which is right, the, one... the unbearable weight <laughs> of massive talent by Tom Gormican. Gormican. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those high concept movies, right? They yeah. They want Nick Cage. It's kind of like himself. that one movie adaptation. <laughs> I think you keep making this comparison, but I don't think that they're that similar, really. Yeah, they're meta, yeah, but I mean, like any Cage's. any meta movie, I guess, is like that. Then, if you want to put it that way. Well, yeah, but <laughs> this one stars two Nick Cages. Barely. So there, there's like a character who's who's Nicky, and it's he said that it's his. I think it's from he imagined it being his era of Wild Heart. Yeah. Uh, with David Lynch. It's like Wild a Heart. weird CGI kind of. Yeah, but it, it kind of when we watched the old movie though, I was like, oh no, it looks right though. Yeah, because he looks CGI'd mm-hmm. in the eighties. I didn't realize yeah, yeah. he looked like that. <laughs> He's this weird hair. Like yeah, I thought I'm he looked sure like a real. video game. I was like, that doesn't look like a real person. And then you see the like vampires. You're like, oh, that still doesn't really mm-hmm. look like a real person. But he looks great. I just don't know where his hair yeah where it comes from yeah. like most people have like a calic <laughs> or a part yeah just kind of he's wave. kind of like an anime yeah. character almost. so he's hired by the super fan to come to his island some rich guy's island and then yeah. he has a the rich guy has a script he wants to on but pedro pascal yeah pedro pascal plays the rich guy and i also the plot of adaptation is they're trying to write a movie well yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe they were watching adaptation and they came up with the idea. Why well, you, come you, gonna... you don't watch stars and go, oh, wait a minute, I got an idea. <laughs> little green guy. I, I, you're too critical on Well, that. I just don't, I just, I get annoyed when people are like, oh, it's an original movie. It's, well, like, it's not real. Come on, there's so many. I mean, considering how few original movies there have been. In this last decade, like you know, we get to reboot everything. I'm okay with like, oh, they they stole a little bit of an idea. Yeah, I'm cool. No, I'm totally cool with stealing ideas. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think <laughs> about this? About this movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked Pedro Pascal in it. I yeah, liked the I, romance. I thought those they had great chemistry. And that I was better than Meryl Streep and Nicolas Cage <laughs> in the adaptation. Oh so I'll give it that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't, I guess I've only seen, have I only seen Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones? They don't know. I'm asking you. Have you only seen him in Game of Thrones? Yeah, is he, what has he been in? He's also in The Mandalorian. Yeah, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I mean, he's funny, I guess, in Game of Thrones, but he was, he he's was really funny. sweet and funny, yeah. though, in this movie. I thought he was great. Oh, he's, he's perfectly cast. Now, I think they should have gotten someone else to play Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, who would have been a better Nicolas Cage? Uh... Well, here, actually, here's a question. Andy Sandberg. Who, who would this would this concept have worked with another actor in any way? Like, could you have made this well, kind of meta version? Well, I don't think this movie worked to begin with. Ah, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the plot makes no like sense. I, well, they got like some spy thing going on, and it makes no sense because the the whole CIA is two people. <laughs> yeah, it's Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, Haddish and, and some other guy. And, no, Adam Kroll. Adam Carolla. No, 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 Adam Kroll. Uh, <laughs> something Kroll. No, I thought it was Dave. We clearly don't know that guy. No, name. I know that guy. I I've know seen that him in guy. I've seen him a lot of movies. I don't even know if he name. knows his first name. <laughs> <laughs> Something cruel. No, I know he's he's like played Andy Dick before. So, no, he's a funny guy. What's his name? David Kroll, I think. Well, anyway, the CIA is so. two people, right? And that for some reason, I guess they they're trying to bust Pedro Pascal because they like. Assume he's a cartel guy mm-hmm. or something because well, it's like brothers. Which, to be fair, is yeah, he's like relative is. But then, like Nick Cage shows up and they're like, oh, I guess like now he's our <laughs> inside guy. 
It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, and, and, it, and, it's, and it's not played is off. That really, is it supposed to make like a ton of sense? Is this like a rule? You know where I like, but you know where I like, but like the comedies don't work for me when like they become action movies where there's like no stakes. Like when they're shooting and shit, it's like you didn't think there were any stakes. You didn't thought everyone was no, two no. But the, the crazy CIA. thing, yeah, they most of the CIA people die though. Did you expect that? Yeah, remember? Or if you don't see them alive again, she gets shot. Nah, they don't even, oh, yeah, they yeah. Just, yeah, they just get shot. But like, she gets like shot in the arm, and she's like laying on the ground, like going, ah. And then she no, she shoots somebody she else before she and dies. Or I don't know. They never, they never it address it. Because who cares? I mean, I don't but know. But that's my problem. It's just a fucking stupid movie. No, but the at the central part of it, which is I think the friendship is, between them is does play off well, and I think that he does bring to the role. Like what they wanted, which is he commits to his sort of persona that the public knows him as, but also I think, you know, has the emotional it side. It doesn't he elucidate anything about Nick. He has a daughter, which he doesn't have. Well, he has so, a kid in real life, just not a daughter. Oh well, yeah, but like the whole, it's like they create this. Well, they want to do. They don't want to do a biopic of him. They're doing a, you know, a. <laughs> yeah, but what, know, is, what, is, what is the point? Like, what is the point exactly? If you don't learn anything about the guy, I mean, being John Malkovich, sure you didn't learn anything, but he used his mysterious presence. But I think it used Nick Cage's in that he's in all, he was like, remember at the very beginning, that it's, I know it opens with a girl watching him in a big action movie, yeah. and that's the girl that gets kidnapped. And so he brings all, nah, he brings all of his action skills and has to actually use them in real life. That would make sense if he was Tom Cruise, but I don't think Nick Cage <laughs> did any of that shit in Nah, because you didn't like, but you didn't, that's not how you remember him. Like when I watch National star. Treasure, I don't think like, oh man, he actually like fucking stole the declaration. <laughs> like, you, you know Tom Cruise does that stuff. Uh, yeah. It's still a declaration. But so okay, so Tom Yeti's, would Tom Cruise have done a great job in this? I think I would have liked it. It's not Nick Cage's fault at all. It's really not his fault. I do think he commits and does the Cage thing. I just I don't think the the movie the movie didn't stuff. work for you. It would make sense with Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise was in uh, Mission Impossible. It makes sense. Like mm. that. Like you could get two moron CIA guys. Uh, oh oh, maybe he could be a spy <laughs> in real. But just to assume Nick Cage, like oh, I love Nick Cage. Let's get him to like bust this cartel. Like it's the dumbest. Like. I don't know. I I see your complaints, but I guess I was won over by the performances and the you know the emotional stuff. And it was funny. There were some genuinely funny funny lines in it. I didn't think they they didn't make a Game of Thrones reference. Remember when like for a good three years that was straight, Dave, Dave Kroll. No, that's still no, not his name. Still not his name. <laughs> not his name. It's it, no, it's like Ike. At, it's not even no, Dave. It's Adam Ike something. Kroll? Ike Baron Bear something. I I don't know. We'll figure it out later. We're not gonna Google this. Anything else? Oh, okay. What is your favorite Nick Cage performance? Uh, I mean, do you like his stuff from the modern era? Because he's had a resurgence. Like yeah. he's been in some really, really, truly great. I think indie stuff. Pig was really I guess kind of got a lot of attention last year. But I I did like Mandy. The first half of Mandy more than the second half, but why is that, that movie in two parts? Why is that movie in two parts? Oh, well, it is in two parts. Huh? Mandy. It's in two parts. Yeah, you got seventies the first half, and then it switches over to eighties. Yeah, well, I don't like eighties movies. That's why I made. No, I don't really like eighties movies. Either. But my favorite, I probably like Vampire's Kiss. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think that's my favorite because it's so. It's like I don't like. Can't even explain him going it. crazy. Yeah, I can't awesome. even explain what the th- what like what the director was like. I yeah, think, this is what I wanted. I think like Who's I wanted more of a schizophrenic breakdown. 
in this new in the movie. new one because they do like the drug scene mm-hmm. like there's always a, but yeah. it, it doesn't do it like if he was switching between all the characters he'd ever played that'd yeah. be cool yeah because they really just kind of script and do much they name like, why is it a buddy movie like just give me a movie where Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal are friends why does he have to be <laughs> Nick Cage it doesn't add uh, anything to it I don't know I mean they do a little bit you're right they could have committed to that idea I, guess, I, I want more. Tom Tom Cruise in this movie would have worked for me okay. I, I do think all Tom right. Cruise and it would have been called the unbearable weight of a massive head on a little body. Oh, <laughs> well, that's just mean. I know, I'm sure too. It's funny, but <laughs> yeah. he is. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. The unbearable weight of a. No, yeah, we uh, don't have to keep coming to the titles. That's great. Elroy uh, Hubbard. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have to ask at the end of each. Oh wait, we didn't talk about what we ate at Alamo Draft House. I think we uh, we ate we thing. ate popcorn. That's I, all we had. A really I, boring uh, food trip. But... I have a I have a policy of not talking about food that I've already shit out. <laughs> That's so not even true. That's not even true. Well, you'll still be <laughs> complaining about the shit because you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think? All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I. So yeah. we have to ask at the end. Of is each, cinema is dead? Cinema dead. Well, the thing is, we watch these movies in, and, and that that seems like a very trite question. Like you could be, of course, cinema is not dead. Who, Marty? What the fuck? <laughs> but, Poor Marty. He got in so much trouble. He's he's doing fine, I hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the idea, I think, is to is to try to gauge where movies are mm-hmm. at in an over exaggerating way. Since I watched Vampires Kiss second, I'm gonna say <laughs> movies are very much uh, undead. Undead. Oh, yeah. I like it. Nice. Yeah, nice. Hey, I think not dead. This is is a fun time at the movie theater. I liked it. I laughed. The audience loved it. It's okay. You don't have to like it. You can undead. We'll take undead for the week. <laughs> Not dead for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next week, if you want to watch um, what we're going to watch before we talk about it, we are going to whew, head into the Marvel world. We're going to watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Two two titles or two weeks in a row of really long titles. I'm not fan but the yeah. other movie we're going to pair it with is coherence i only know that it has some kind of multiverse uh, tie-in that's the only reason i'm picking it. i've never seen it 2013 i don't know we'll see <laughs>